Welcome into the Mentor Forge podcast. I am your host, Cartwright Morris. Becoming a leader is hard. Developing as a leader is not easy. But that's why we need to hear from other men and learn from other men. That's why I started this podcast, and that's what you'll hear on these episodes is from other men of how they step into leadership. As well as, you can go to mentorforge.com backslash leaders and find out more about my leadership collective, where I help leaders gather and find solutions and learn to powerfully show up in every area of their life. So go to mentorforge.com backslash leaders and find out about my bi-weekly men's group. All right, welcome to the Mentorforge podcast. I got a great guest today. Uh, Colin Cottrell. I made sure I said it right this time. And uh, Colin, man, it's great to have you here all the way from Texas. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. man. I appreciate it, man. Thank you, Cartwright, for inviting me on uh, on the show. Excited Mm -hmm. to hopefully share a little bit of what I've learned over the last, you know, few years uh, in my struggles, in my in my mm-hmm. in my tough areas and tough moments, mm-hmm. but uh, hopefully give a little bit of wisdom to uh, the the younger generation before me, man. Absolutely, man. Um, so I'm really excited. Your story is really great. It just kind of fits perfect what we're doing. The men are forged. We're being forged. Yeah. So I love you know, and I always like kind of starting. Let's get a a little bit of a thirty thousand foot view of the beginning. So how, yeah, Colin, how would you describe your your upbringing? Um, we talked a little bit before the recording just about um your dad and stepdad but uh yeah i would love just kind of hear some of the men that influenced you at a young age yeah man yeah mm-hmm. kind of from the beginning you know i grew up in a in a small town in central minnesota just uh, a real poor community farming hard work was was very present um also a lot of drugs and alcohol those kinds of things mm-hmm. a lot of just poor mindsets really um uh, and, and before I move forward, like I love my hometown. I love the people. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of good things about it, but there's also, as I look back at it and, and examine it more and examine my life more, I've, I've really found not to be negative, but there is a lot of negative mindset, uh, still there. And unfortunately, like that has carried into my life at times. So, but, uh, I grew up in a loving, caring family, uh, mostly a Christian based home, uh, my parents were divorced at a very young age. I, I was three years old. My parents got divorced. My dad was an alcoholic. Um, he had a lot of struggles in his life in those in those moments. Um, but he loved me. He cared about me. Um, I knew he did. He, he, he took me hunting. He spent a lot of time with me still. Um, uh, my mom, very loving, very caring, really, uh, really a stronghold in my life. Um, and then, you know, as you move forward in life, you uh, you know, have some step parents and those kinds of things. So my stepdad, like we mentioned, like you mentioned, uh, he came into my life and, and, uh, he, he, he's been a great presence in my life, no doubt, especially as I look Mm -hmm. back now and realize how hard did I, how, how hard headed I was. Um, but he was that, that (laughs) he's that hard, hardworking farmer, rancher type where, you know, we, we do hard work and and we get after it and we don't make excuses about it. And that's, that's how life works. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. that's kind of, that's kind of how my, uh, my stepfather was. And, and, uh, for me, I kind of resented that a little bit in that moment because, uh, you know, I had this dad who wasn't telling me what to do. And I had this mom who was just loving and nurturing. And then I have this stepfather who's like, do it now, do it like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and not in the, and, and kind of like I mentioned before, not in the discipline equals freedom mindset, but more of the, just do it. Cause this is how we do it mindset. But mm-hmm. I realized looking back at that, that 
that Dan really just knew that it's a tough world we live in. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we're going to go through a lot of hard stuff. Marriage is tough. Life is tough. Work is tough. Relationships are tough. There's a lot of hard things in life that we have to face. And complacency is just not going to put you in the right place in life and, and, and give you the right actually attitude and mindset about things. And it's kind of mm-hmm. cool thinking, you know, like I said, I come from a, 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 a poor area where the, the mindset wasn't great. Dan actually had a really good mindset about it. He just, his, maybe his approach was a little bit mm-hmm. not the right way. And I've had to learn from that myself, but, yeah. uh, but really the, the love that he had for me, um, was, was so good, you know? And, um, so yeah, man, I, I grew up in a, in a, just a good loving family. Um, a lot of chaos though. Um, a lot of, yeah. uh, you know, because of divorce, because of back and forth, uh, relationships and, and going to visit my dad and going to visit my mom, my dad kind of his, he, you know, he's a hardworking man. Like he, he works hard, gets after it as well, but he, uh, you know, he had his vices and his things and that's what, that, what his focus was for a lot of the time. Um, mm-hmm. he'd show up for my events. He'd, he'd show up, uh, you know, to cheer me on and those things and always gave me support. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times he'd be a, a few sheets, a few sheets underneath. And, yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. you know, you, you could t- tell something, something, something wasn't right, you know? And yeah. so that's, that's kind of what I grew up around. Like, I don't make any excuses about that either. That's one thing I want to mention. Like, I don't look back at my life and make any excuses because I grew up a certain way or, you know, with certain people, like mm-hmm. moving forward, I've had to identify that and, and understand that. But I actually have to take ownership over my own life and yeah. become who I want to become. You know what I mean? Right. So that's been a huge part of my life is just looking back at how I grew up and the ways I grew up. Mm-hmm. And still, even when I go back home now, I, I think about a lot of those things and I, and I really not analyze in the wrong way, but analyze in, in a, just a correct way to yeah. understand like what, what's going on here. Why is it the way it is? And, and what, how is this, you know, how is this a, approaching myself and my life um and how can i be better through that so yeah man that's a little bit about my my upbringing man that's, that's good yeah i mean a lot i mean a conversation I actually had yesterday and i think you you hit on it is <clears throat> acknowledging the truth of what happened to you is not being a victim because a victim is powerless to do anything yep. about it where you you kind of like hey this is this is where i was this is what kind of shaped yep. me into my 20s but I, then it, it, it was up to me to make change and so, yeah, I, yeah. So I'm kind of just curious, you know, uh, you know, that upbringing, what mindsets were created? Because, I mean, like if you go to yeah. ColinCottrell.com and you read his bio, Colin's con- for my listeners out there, you see this guy's a hard charger. He's a he. there's some I mean, just a lot of the things you put on your bio. I'm like, dang, this guy just goes after it. But something in your 20s happened that um, maybe I don't know, it was a mindset or lifestyle or just the yeah. people you're around. Yeah. So what happened kind of like, you know, post upbringing that really caused you to get overweight, kind of be a passive in your mindset and all that. So, yeah, just a lot of complacency. Yeah. Mm. Um, You know, and like I said, I did grow up in an area where hard work was important. So I did have that that mentality of hard work. I grew up playing sports. I was a captain. Mm. I ended up going to college, playing some college football. Oh, wow. Um, But what position? I played defensive line, man. Yeah. There you I, go. Okay. Division, division three. Uh, I was a D lineman. Uh, my, my hometown is actually really well known for our uh, high school football team. We, mm. <laughs> my head coach is the winningest football coach in Minnesota high school football history. Wow. So he's got, I think over yeah. 450 wins or something like that. Mm-hmm. So Dang. coach shout out to coach Malin. He, uh, he's a huge influence in my life, honestly. And as I look again, yeah. as I reflect back, 
um, mm-hmm. and think about those who have made a big impact, uh, especially as men. Um, Coach Malin was a big voice for me. He uh, he really was patient with me and loving and kind to me, but he was also very uh, real with me in a lot of ways. So I do think back on that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so there, yes, there was some negative mindset where the lack, la- having the lack of things, um, not really believing that you can accomplish certain things. Wow, um, those kinds of mindsets were really, really you know, there, but there also was this other side where I did play sports and I did have a lot of success in those, in those areas where I did see that you could have success. So I think it all does revolve back to what mindset do you want to choose moving forward? So it, and it's sometimes when you're around a lot of people that have the same mindset as you, you know, you kind of get stuck in some of those ways and you Mm -hmm. have to pull yourself out of that, or you have to seek, you have to seek other ways of, of, of discomfort to really understand where that comes from. So mm-hmm. for me, you know, going into, into my twenties, um, I did have a, a lot of mindsets around like, you know, the lack of things and, and that I can't accomplish some things, but then something shifted. I think I, I think I got out of, out of my house, um, went to college and I started to see the world outside of my small little town. And, mm. uh, I, I started to see, man, there's a lot of successful people out there. What are they doing to have success? How are they going about their business? What are, you know, you know, what, what, what are they actually doing on a day to day to day, you know, basis to have this success? And right. that was my coaches. That was the other college football players I was playing with. That was the other guys that were surrounding me. Um, luckily the good Lord put me in good situations. He was always kind of guiding my path, even though I didn't notice it at that time. I, I feel like the Holy spirit was guiding my path and, and yeah. just showing me the direction he wanted me to go. And mm. while I'd, had a lot of struggle in my twenties, honestly, and really it was very challenging in a lot of ways. Um, I also did have a lot of success, even though I wasn't always doing the right things, which is kind of crazy to think about. So I, uh, I, you know, I played some college football and that was, you know, that was awesome. I learned a lot about hard work and, and, and getting after it and, and, and Mm -hmm. doing your best. I played at a division three school where a lot of these four, a five, a, you know, school, high school kids were getting recruited, getting the opportunities. I came from a small town playing nine man football where Mm -hmm. I did have a lot of success, but I still had to come into college and say, you know what, if I want to make this team and I want to um, be a starter and I want to do something as part of this team and have a lot of success, I have to really work hard. So really the the hard work started for me at that time. And at, and while I was in college, I also started my own, my own business. Um, I, no way. I luckily yeah. had, had some mentors um, who, who are around me, who are business type people, entrepreneurs, and uh, something inside of me always told me, like, I don't want to work for somebody else. Like, I want to learn how to do this mm-hmm. myself, and I want to build my own business. And I think part of that comes from my stepdad as well. Um, you know, him being kind of an entrepreneur, farmer, rancher, um, doing his thing, running his farm. You know, I did a lot of work out on the farm a lot. And uh, I think I learned that that entrepreneurial spirit kind of from him a little bit. Um, excuse me. Um, yeah. So yeah, into my, into my twenties, I started a business was kind of going down this path of, uh, you know, trying to work hard and get after it, but also being in my twenties, being in college, you know, uh, partying, um, drinking, you know, uh, just the influences you have around you. I didn't have always have the right people around me. Um, and I was exploring things, you know what I mean? I was trying to understand my own life and try to figure out what was going on. And then obviously some of my own past, 
um, was coming into play with some of that too. You know, my dad was an alcoholic again, not making an excuse, but just, you know, you only know a certain thing because of how you were raised. So, um, Mm. you know, that, that was kind of into play. I think I I feel like, you know, now that that was into play a little bit where I was like, I was exploring, should I try this? Should I go down this road? Should I go down that road? Um, and, and realize, and I realized like, no, man, like you're not gonna, you're not gonna get a lot by going down the, right? going down the hard path while it teaches you a lot. It's, it's so much, it's not that we're going down an easy path, but we're going down this harder path to learn from it and that it's not a bad thing. It's, it's actually a good thing. Cause that's how we grow. The discomfort is how we grow. The the challenges is how we grow the doing the hard thing. That's how we grow. So mm-hmm. um, I hope that kind of answers your question of kind of where my life was in my twenties a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. Can ex- we can expand upon that too. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm, I'm kind of getting to the point of like, you know, what was your relationship to those hard things? How did you see the the struggle um, to your success? Like you mentioned earlier, discipline that leads to freedom. At the end of the day, we don't just have discipline, just to be disciplined or discipline that leads to freedom. Yeah. So what started shaping that mindset even to the point where, you know, I'm kind of getting that big, you know, climax moment in your life where you had to make a big changes and that big wake up yeah. call. So what was going on before that happened? Yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I think I kind of mentioned a little bit of the chaos in my life. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there there wasn't a lot of I don't know if you call it stability all the time. Yeah, um, I didn't have a lot of like standard. I mean, as a Christian, you know, you have standards, you know, like mm-hmm. you, you, you read the Bible, the Ten Commandments. You know, yeah. the golden rule, those things are obviously very prevalent, but I think just personal excellence, I didn't have a lot of that yet. Um, and I started to see other people who did have that. And like I said, we're having success. Um, but I didn't really understand how to have that myself. I kind of was just right. going down this, this path, you know, like up and down all around, like just kind of exploring, you know what I mean? I didn't really know, like, do I need a plan? Is there, mm-hmm. is there something I follow here? Like, how do I do this? And, um, as I started to have mentors come around me, as I started to really pay attention, read books, mm-hmm. um, you know, get into my, actually get into my Bible and learn about God and about, you know, his mm-hmm. commandments in our life. You know, yeah. I started to understand like there is a plan here for our, our life, but we have to choose if we want to go down that right path and we get to choose what that looks like for the most part. And mm-hmm. obviously things are going to happen along the way and you gotta, you gotta have the right mindset and figure that out. But there, yeah. there is an opportunity for you to, to kind of go down the path that you want to go down. Um, you know, and so I started going down that path and, and trying to figure that out and figuring out like, you know, do I have to get up early in the morning? If I make my bed, is that important? Mm-hmm. If I wear certain clothes, if I brush my, you know, you know, all these random little, little habits yeah. that we have in our life, mm-hmm. I realized like, I wasn't doing a lot of those things. Not that I wasn't oh, brushing gosh. my teeth, <laughs> but you, you get what I'm saying. You get the right. point. Like yeah. there's, there's these little things in life that I mm. think, especially in our twenties, we don't realize like how big of an impact that has on who we, we become like these little, mm-hmm. these little things, you know what I mean? Like just getting a workout in every day, going for a walk, maybe reading the Bible, doing a devotional, mm-hmm. um, having communication with others, having positive uh, mindset about things, uh, doing some gratitude journaling, you know, a lot of these different things. I never did any of this kind of stuff in my twenties. And I didn't realize like how important that was now that I'm mid thirties and I do this stuff every day. It's part of my life. It's part of my routine. Like Mm -hmm. I'm having so much more fulfillment in my life and I'm getting so much more done 
um, and I feel great, you know, versus in my 20s, like I always felt like something was off, something was missing. Yeah. And not that I was wrong or I was, I just had never been taught those things. I never really learned those things the right way. I never really had an influence in my life that really like said, hey, man, you got to, got to do this, this, and this. And yeah. man, if you, ha- if you build this plan into your life, like you're going to have a lot of success and it's not going to be so hard. Not that hard, yeah. again, not that hard is bad. Hard <laughs> is a good thing, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's not going to be like detrimental to who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and with all that struggle, like you, you go through a lot of situations where, um, if in my business, like I made a lot of money, I had a couple businesses that did really well. I was financially nice. successful. Mm-hmm. And, but I also, those came crashing down really quick too, because oh, I wow. wasn't sustaining my business the right way because I wasn't huh. doing business the right way. So yeah. I could start things and I could have some success, um, financially, socially, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, a lot of these different areas. Um, but I wasn't sustaining that success in those areas because I didn't have a lot of good habits um, in my yeah. life. Yeah. So what what then led to making this big shift where you needed to implement exercise, you need to yeah. think about more long term, you know, what was that humbling moment or that moment of like, really revelation that I need to turn this around and think differently? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, I, I would say for sure, you know, the start of that was, you know, playing some college football. So there was a there was an inkling a start, but really the wake up moment was um, when I was uh, I was three months into a relationship with my now wife. Um, we weren't married yet. We were both coming from uh, bad breakups, bad, bad relationships. Um, mm-hmm. And I found out my my soon my 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 now wife was pregnant with my first oh, child. Wow. And, and, uh, as a Christian, you know, that's, first of all, it's like, man, I got my wife pregnant, you know, outside of marriage. So that doesn't look great. (laughs) Um, second of all, like our relationship was, was really just not great as well, because we were both having a lot of issues in our own past and our, we hadn't worked on ourselves in the right way leading up to that moment. So Mm -hmm. there was just a lot of like chaos in that moment, but, um, I, we actually broke up for eight for eight months. And, uh, she, she stayed in contact with my, with my mom throughout that. And I kind of had this, uh, this ego or this pride about me, like, Oh, it's, it's not my kid. It's, I'm not really going to be a dad. Like I had this whole thing, like it was a facade, man. Like Mm. it wasn't real. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, um, so I went home eight months later, seven months later for Thanksgiving and, uh, you know, with my family, hanging out with my family, like uh, in Minnesota and my mom's like, Hey, you're going to be a dad, you know? Um, mm. and I kind of like, Whoa, I had a, like that moment, you know, where yeah. mm-hmm. I'm going to be a dad, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, this is, this is real. This is really happening. And she's like, yeah, I've been, I've been talking to Christina for this whole time mm. and she's a great woman, you know, and, uh, she's going to be a good mom. And, uh, she, she's the woman that you, you, you think she is, you know, when you first met wow. and you fell in love with her, that she's that person. And, uh, you know, you guys have a lot of work to do and you guys have a choice to make. You're moving forward what you want to do. Um, and you don't have to just be together because you're having a kid. But I think God maybe brought you guys together for a reason and has a plan for your life. How about that, for, man? Hey. Child's life. You know, and, and it, and truth. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And, and yeah. I love my mom. My mom is amazing. And and my in-laws as well. I give a lot of credit to them. Um, they were they were they were with us in that whole time period as well. Um, my mother-in-law, 
who I love dearly, like I remember, you know, as I had to humble myself and I had to go to Christina in that moment and say, Hey, I'm really sorry for the last seven, eight months. Um, I want to be here for you. I want to, I want to humble myself and, and become a better man, be a good dad. Um, and then just see where this leads in our relationship. If there's a relationship here, that's great. If it's not, mm. we'll, we'll work through this and be good parents, whatever that looks like. Um, but in that moment, my mother-in-law, she's like, she, she gave me a lot of confidence too. They, mm. both of my, both sides were speaking into me when they could have easily yeah. said, look at this loser. You know what I mean? Like this yeah. guy doesn't have it. Like, look at, he left my daughter for seven months or wow. eight months. And you know, mm. they could have easily been like that, but they had the love of Christ, man. And, and mm. uh, I remember my mother-in-law said, Colin, you're, you're, you you have greatness inside of you. You have something really special. Dang. You're going to, you're so going to be good. a great dad. You're going to be a great husband. Um, and just her speaking into my life that way. Like I never, I didn't have a lot of people who spoke to me directly like that. So that really gave me a lot of confidence. And in that moment, I remember like, um, as I humbled myself before my, my wife now, um, you know, I, I started to make a change. I started to pray again. I started to read my Bible. I started to, uh, you know, think about those daily routines and those daily habits I needed to make to, mm. to actually make a change in, in my life. Um, so that was kind of the aha moment. And, and not that all of the change happened right there and then, and boom, it's just like, everything's yeah. great now. Um, there was a lot of struggle, you know, we, we ended up getting married, um, eight, nine, 10 months later, something like that. Um, after we had my, my, my daughter, Sophia. And, uh, so we came back to get, ended up coming back together, which is really cool. Wow. A lot of hard work, a lot of, a lot of tough moments in that. Um, mm -hmm. but I had to prove to my, to my now wife that I was going to do the hard work. I was going to be the man who I wanted to be. Um, and I had to trust that the Lord was going to give me the strength and endurance and the energy to be able to do that as well. Yeah. And th thank God he did. Um, but as we got into the relationship, you know, there, we really realized like there was a lot of hard things that we both needed to go back to and work on and do some of that deeper work, look back at the past, like I've kind of mentioned, um, and really identify those things and reflect on some of those things. So we, we did, we both have done that a lot and we will continue mm -hmm. to, I think. Um, <laughs> yep. and, uh, and it's a, it's a wonderful thing to be able to do that deep work. It's really important. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so we can, you know, get freedom from those things and those, those, mm -hmm what I call a generational type curses and, and uh, just different things in our lives that really hold us back. But uh, now as we move forward, as we work on those things, especially as a team now, as a couple, as one, um, you know, we're, we're, we're on the right path together. Not that things mm -hmm. are perfect and everything is right in our world, but we actually have some, some habits in place. We have some different things in place that we're both doing as individuals, um, especially me as a man being the leader, like it's my yeah. job, I believe to lead the way to lead, to mm -hmm. the lead from the front to be that example. Um, I learned really quick, yeah. like, I can't make my wife do anything. We literally were having a talk about this again this morning. It's a, it's a common thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I want to control things. I want to, you know, I want to, I want to make sure everything's the cer a certain way, but it just doesn't work that way. I have to let yeah. her, I have to let her choose what that path looks like and just be her yeah. teammate and give her some help and mm -hmm. guidance along the way, but not try to be her dad. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a hard That's thing. Good. It's a really yeah. hard thing. <laughs> yes. So, so we're working on those things, man. It's, it's, it's mm -hmm. cool. Like we're as individuals, we're working on our, our habits and in our, in our discipline and our, and our just, you know, just having good personal excellence in our life. And it's been a, it's a, it's been a wonderful journey, man. And I'm excited for what God has planned for myself um, yeah. to help men, but also just as a couple, as a, as one to come together and, and help 
other couples and, and help them, you know, with our testimony and our story. Yeah, that's great, man. Man, that's so good. Yeah. Giving good little man for those husbands <laughs> out there. I hope you you heard that. Um, <laughs> but you, man, you hit on something that's really interesting as I'm finding is most men and in their own stories. Uh, it's like we, we start telling ourselves a lie that we're a bum, we're a failure, we're no, mm. but to have those influences in our life that, that tell us the truth that speak yeah. life into us yes. and especially those hard moments. And that was just so good that both your, your mom and your mother-in-law they have strong women in your life to do that yeah. strong yeah. Christian women. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, give a little bit of insight just also what led you to lose almost a hundred pounds. And then now, <laughs> now that you, you do that for, for men that you speak into their life and you try to send them on the same direction path that you're on. Yeah. And I kind of alluded to this, you know, as I was talking mm -hmm. about my wife and I and just some of the complacency that came back into our life. And we mm -hmm. had to kind of go back in time and do some of that hard work. Um, you know, pandemic happened 2020. Um, I've always had it inside of me that, you know, that I, I want to do great things. Like, I, I believe it's always been there. I just haven't, like I said, always followed through and, and done those things. Those little things had those habits in place in my life to do them. I didn't really understand what that plan looked like. So I didn't really have a good game plan. Uh, and I probably needed to read my Bible more because that that's a good game plan right there in itself. So, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, I, uh, I woke up on, uh, I think it was Christmas day of 2020. Um, it was the day that my, my, my son, now he's two years old. He was, he was supposed to be born on that day. Um, I have two mm -hmm. daughters and then I have a two-year-old son and, uh, he was supposed to be born on Christmas day of 2020. And, uh, he, he was, he was a little delayed, but I remember waking mm -hmm. up that morning and I was taking a shower and I came out of the shower and the mirror's right there, of course. And, and, uh, um, I look in the mirror and I'm like, Whoa, man, like, yeah. I'm, I'm not where I need to be, man. Like I'm out of shape. I'm depressed. I'm hurting. I'm struggling. I'm mm -hmm. not being a good leader for my wife and my kids. I've got another son on the way here. 2020 was a wreck. Um, obviously making excuses about that as well, uh, mm -hmm. making excuses about a lot of different things, not taking ownership in my life not having discipline. And I said, you know what? It's time to make a change. It's time to make a real change. Mm -hmm. Um, start doing the hard work on a daily basis. It doesn't have to be an overnight change. Um, this is going to take a little bit of time. Um, and that was a good mindset shift, mindset, sh mindset shift for me. Um, right. and to any of the, the people listening here, that's, that's a good thing just to remember, like change doesn't just happen overnight. Your mind, mm -hmm. you can change your mind overnight for sure. You know, you can say, mm -hmm. Hey, I'm going to do this, but there's a lot of things that have to happen now on that journey, on that path of making that change. And for me, I, I said, you know what, I'm going to start this out slow and kind of let that snowball effect happen, you know, kind of let the momentum pick up mm -hmm. as I go. And I was a former college athlete. I, you know, I have a lot of knowledge of working out and, how to eat right and, and how to do, you know, things the right way in the sense of like health and, and fitness. Um, mm -hmm. but I, I just didn't do them, you know what I mean? And so mm -hmm. I, I said, you know what, I'm going to start out slow. I'm going to, I'm going to try to get 20 workouts in 21 hour workouts in every month. Okay. If I can do that, you know, that's going to end up being, you know, 200 and what 60, 270 workouts throughout the year, which is amazing. Like you can, yeah make a lot of change in your life. If you stay, have that consistency built in. So, you know, I started to build that consistency. And in and one month in, I got like 21 workouts in and, um, 
um, you know, my son was born in that time as well. So that really was like a big influence too, like having my son and like being that leader for him I started to think about a lot about like, Hey, this, this, this young man here is gonna, he's gonna become me. Like I'm mm -hmm. his example of what he's gonna be. And I'm the example of what my daughters are going to probably marry. So <laughs> there you go. That, yeah, that, that's a, that's yeah. a, that's a, got I set the standard. Yeah, 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 exactly. So what's that standard? Mm -hmm. What's that look like for me? So that was that was a big part of it, too. I want to definitely mention that. But as I went down this journey, you know, I started to let that let that momentum pick up. And then I was like, well, I guess I better start taking my diet serious. So I hired a, a nutrition a health and nutrition coach. Yeah. Um, and really, the idea behind that was yes, to give me a good plan on, on how to eat the right way but also to hold me accountable. That was a big mm. part of it too. Um, and then on top of that, I think putting some skin in the game, you know, I, I had to, I had to pay some good money in a moment when I didn't have a lot of money and we were working towards getting debt free in that moment as well. And af after the pandemic and everything that happened there, you know, I didn't have a lot of work as well for a while because of, mm -hmm. I'm a marketing guy and a lot of marketing budgets were pulled in that moment. Yeah. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. so there, I was like, man, I'm gonna have to pay some really dang good money for this program. Mm -hmm. Um, I better follow through. Otherwise I'm going to have to look my wife in the eyes and, and yeah. she's, gonna, she's not going to be very happy if I don't actually follow through on this deal. So mm -hmm. man, from there, it just really picked up. I, I put some skin in the game. I had a good plan in place. I started putting in the work on a daily basis. And one of the things I did to kind of hold myself accountable as well. And, uh, you know, you know, obviously it's, we live in this world of social media and everybody's posting everything about their life, but um, you know, and, and I have done that a lot in the past myself. I talked a big game and I talked about all these great things I was accomplishing. And then I obviously would never follow through. Mm. But one of the things yeah. I started to do was post a story every day in my, in my Instagram that today's day one. And it was, you know, I, I just, I did every day that I got my workout in and, 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 mm -hmm. and, and that kind of that plus one mentality. Um, I would post that every day. Uh, I did it for the first two years, you know, or almost the first two years. Um, just like today I hit my, I hit my things. I got, I got everything right that I wanted to get done today. And that's that plus one, you know, so day one, day two day. So I kind of was holding myself accountable at the same time while I had coaches holding me accountable. I had friends hold, you know, and then as people start to see you on this journey and you, you start to have more confidence to post more about the journey because mm -hmm. um, you're actually putting in the work and doing the right, the right thing that yeah. you're supposed to be doing. People start to be like messaging you or start to message you and are like, man, what are you doing? And, and hey, you forgot to hit your workout today. What's going on here? You know, like people are like holding you accountable then too. You know what I mean? There you so, go. Yeah. So they start to look at you as like, as like influence in their life mm -hmm. and like, hey, how can I do that? Or where can I go with this? And how do I do this? And and so as that steam picked up, obviously you, you kind of have, have already kind of said the end here is I'm at, you know, I'm, I've lost like over 90 pounds right now. My goal, um, is to hit a hundred pounds, um, actually by the, by the, by February 4th. So I'm, I'm getting pretty close to that. Um, I'm, I'm actually running a hundred mile ultra marathon or ultra, a trail run uh, in February. So mm. the goal is, the goal is to say I ran a hundred miles and lost a hundred mm. pounds and there's not a, in, in a two year time limit. And, uh, I don't think there's a lot of people that have probably done that before. So I thought that'd be kind of a, a pretty cool accomplishment to work, to work towards. And, uh, so yeah, that's, that's where I'm at, man. Like I've, I've lost 90 plus pounds. Um, I've, I've worked my tail off. I, I followed a plan. Um, mm -hmm. and through that, I started to realize like, man, like I'm learning a lot of things that mm -hmm. I wasn't taught first of all. Yeah. Um, and that I realize a lot of people around me 
don't even understand and are struggling with. So, man, I, it, you know, I, it's my duty to start to help others, to teach them, to give them a, a good plan and, and maybe help motivate them and give them some, you know, some um, influence to start getting down a good path. And from there, I realized like, I really enjoy coaching on the health basis, but not just as I'm not this, this health and fitness coach guy. Like I'm not the guy walking around six pack abs, like, Hey bro, look at me, man. You know what I mean? Like showing his workouts every day on, on Instagram. Like that's not who I am. And I don't want to be that guy. I want to be the guy who, who, who I am. Like, I want to be a man who's made a change in his life. Who's starting to figure out these different Mm -hmm. daily disciplines and these different daily habits that I have to do that routine, what that looks like the plan. Um, and I'm doing them and then I'm showing other men how to do that as well. So they can have a lot of success and make a big transformation in their life. And that's kind of where I went, man. I started to, to do some life coaching and some health coaching kind of all mixed together. There's a little bit of everything in there. Kind of got uh, to, right. They just kind of overlap, don't they? They they do, man. If you can, Mm -hmm. if you can, if you can get your mindset, right, you can, and you can get your, uh, your spiritual life, right. and, And you get your physical side, right. Everything kind of starts to, it's a domino effect. It's that snowball effect, you know, where things start to kind of pile up and stack up and you're like, man, things are going pretty good. You know, not that, not Mm -hmm. that I'm perfect or I know everything, but you climb, you start climbing that mountain and uh, you start to figure a few things out, you know, how to sidestep a little bit, how to kind of, you know, take a different angle or a different trail, you know, how to, how to climb over things as well. You know, there's a lot of different, different things you figure out. And uh, I just realized, man, there's, there's a lot of guys out there that really need help with a lot of this stuff. Mm. And uh, God has given me this passion and, and to, to help them and, and people will pay you for it. So that's kind of cool yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause I think you're, you're, as I, I've seen is like people who pay, they pay attention, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly, mm. man. You're exactly right. Yeah. So do you have like a process or a formula that you take your clients through? Kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it's always a, it's a work in progress because I'm always testing and trying new things mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, trying to implement new things, but yeah, man, I, I learned, um, and I want to give some kudos here. There's, there's a mentor in my life. His name's Ryan Mickler. I don't know if you're familiar with Ryan. Um, he's got a organization called the order of man and it's, Oh yeah. I was like, I know that name. Yeah. yeah. And Ryan, yeah. Ryan, I met Ryan when he was first starting that, that, mm-hmm. uh, that movement. And, uh, it was a big influence on me. First of all, just meeting him and becoming friends with him. I, I took Ryan out on his first hunt and got him into hunting oh, right. and we hit it off from there. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he had me on the podcast and I started to, you know, like this was early, this was like year one of what he, he's been doing this for seven, eight years now. Um, he's reaching millions and millions of men and uh, you know, he's like one of the top 20 or 30 podcasts out there now. It's kind of crazy, man. Like what he's yeah. built. It's amazing how God's worked through him um, to help men. And uh, you know, Ryan was a great mentor for me. You know, he, he was one of those guys who was kind of real with me at first and said, Hey man, you have some good things inside of you. Um, you have a lot of, you're smart. You, you've had a lot of success in a lot of areas you know, you just need to start to build some more habits and discipline into your life. And you need to get this together and, and really do it, like really get going, yeah. you know? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so I, I was part of his community for a while. Um, I'm actually in his community now again, and, and he's got some really good uh, frameworks that are built into that, you know, and really understanding how to build a plan, you know, and, and what he calls it. And you've probably read 
you know, the 90 day year, you know, a lot of, yeah. a lot of plans are based off of a quarterly plan, a 90 day plan. Um, military uses that I believe as well. A lot of, a lot of organizations will use that within their organizations. Um, I didn't know a lot about this stuff. So as I started to read and I got to know some of these things and I used like Ryan's, Ryan's plan, it, what he calls the quadrants, you know, the four quadrants, you know, I started to build those into my life and started to set goals and a vision. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I started to, you know, look at these things on a daily basis and actually follow through with them and, and hold myself accountable to them and had other men in my corner holding me accountable yeah. to those things. So it's been really cool, man, to, to kind of go down that path. And as I've went down that path, I've started to find some things that like are maybe not part of Ryan's framework, but that I'm build, building into my framework um, and that I want to teach to my clients and teach to the people that are going to become part of my community as I build my own community out as well. Mm -hmm. um, so it's been really cool to like learn some of those processes and, and not that it's all defined and perfect, but I've, I've figured out a few things through that and have had mm -hmm. some success, obviously losing a hundred pounds, preparing for a yeah. hundred mile ultra, becoming a great, you know, a, a good bow hunter, uh, training jujitsu, a lot of just different accomplishments, uh, becoming a better husband, you know, getting, getting my spiritual side, uh, on a better path, you know, reading my word on a daily basis, praying on a daily basis, a lot of different things like that. So there's been a lot of growth in my life. That growth is never going to stop. You never stop leveling up um, if you have the right mindset about it. But, um, you know, it's good to stop and, and, and say, you know, hey, I've done some I've done a few things and I want to teach this to other men. Yeah, that's great, man. I think that's just at the end of the day, like if we could serve the person we used to be, if people were just getting that kind of that mindset yep. of like, man, what we've been through, the the good and the bad, that there is wisdom, there's strength there that we can give others, man. Is so yep. that's so great. So um and we have to humble ourselves though. We have yeah. to we have to drop that that ego mm -hmm. and that pride, man. It's not an easy thing. But um, you know, as you follow me, Cartwright, you'll probably notice I talk a lot about um, you know, my my past struggles and, and my former mm -hmm. self a lot. And I don't do that because I look down on myself. I do that because I know that there's a lot of other guys out there struggling with the same things that I struggled with. And I want to be that example and I want to serve them in an authentic manner. I want to help them learn from my mistakes um, so that they can be better and become something greater in their own life. Yeah. And just the 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 idea of here, they look at somebody like you, Colin, who has made it. But at the end of the day, like made it, you, you're still a work in progress. Like at the end of the exactly. day, like no matter where we are, we're all trying to grow. We're all yeah. being shaped into his image, yep. right? Yep. So Amen. Yep. that's good, man. So um, yeah, I would love for you to just give a, a plug because I'm just, I love what you're doing with the high caliber hunts as well. And so I just would love to hear what you're doing through that and yep. why bow hunting and hunting in general for <laughs> men out there. So yeah, man, that's, that's awesome. I appreciate mm. that. And I know we kind of talked about like that you're, you're looking into getting into bow hunting at some point as well. Obviously you grew mm. up hunting in Alabama, which is, which is awesome. A lot of my, uh, a lot mm. of my friends from, uh, from down that way are, are big into hunting. So it, the culture is yeah. definitely there, man. It's huge. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I grew up in a hunting family. You know, we, we, we did a lot of time. We sat around the campfire a lot in the, in, in mm -hmm. the, uh, what we call the big woods, you know, and we, we mm -hmm. do deer season and those kinds of things. And later on, I started to get into bow hunting. Um, I really enjoyed mm -hmm. the challenge of bow hunting, you know, the patience, the, the practice, the, right. the, 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 the quietness of being in the woods and, and just trying to be still and stealthy and those things. Um, the Zen factor kind mm -hmm. of, you know what I mean? Um, so, you know, bow hunting has been something that's really, really important in my life. And honestly, I could, I could say that, 
uh, beyond God and my family, like uh, part of this journey uh, that I've been going down to, to get in better shape and become a better man is because I want to get, I want to get back out West into the mountains um, and chase some yeah. more adventure, chase some elk in the mountains. Um, yeah, there you go. The mountains. So as yeah. a bow hunter, that's really tough. Like with a rifle, you can go shoot a, you know, a deer an elk or whatever from two, three, four, five hundred 500 yards away. But with a bow and arrow, you have to be 20, 30, 40 yards away. It's an intimate to, thing, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah, man, that's, that's been a huge part of my life. And, and through that, um, you know, I've always had a passion obviously for hunting. And then I started to take people hunting, you know, a lot of, a lot of guys like you, Cartwright, that, you know, maybe, don't have a lot of know-how or knowledge and, and want to learn and want to get out and start to go down that journey yourself. Like I would take guys out and I started uh, working with some different outfitters here in Texas and helping guide hunters and taking a lot of my friends who are just becoming new hunters or have been hunters for a while. And mm-hmm. through that, I was like, man, especially with men, like this is something that really creates a bond for us. You know, it's a kind of a yeah. common ground where we come together and uh, as men, we we really bond well when we're doing something constructive together versus, mm. you know, women do a really good job. They, they could sit down and have some coffee and listen to some music or whatever, or read a book together. You know, as men, it's like, that's not our thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, we, we like to, you know, like we talked about before, like, go golfing or shoot our shoot our rifles or shoot our bows or maybe go out on a hunt or go on a backpacking trip or whatever that looks like for, for each of us, you know, and for me, I was yeah. like, man, getting guys around the campfire and hunting camp and, and having a good time, um, you know, uh, doing some hunting together and breaking some bread together, you know, having those deeper conversations, man, that's how I grew up. I'd sit around with my uncles and my aunts and, you know, my dad and my, and my, and my brothers and sisters and cousins around the campfire. And we'd, we'd tell all kinds of stories and, and, and eat food and just have a great time. And I was like, man, I need to, we need to bring this into, you know, men are doing this already, but yeah. we need to do this for guys who are high caliber men who are really working on themselves and being really intentional about that and wanting yeah. to get themselves around other men that are on that same journey, that same path mm-hmm. of becoming something greater in their life. And it's not always easy to find that band of brothers. You know what I mean? It's not easy to yeah. have those people in our lives because we're in our own world and we're doing our own thing and we're wherever we live and we might not have that, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's what I, why I created high caliber hunts and, and, uh, you know, I wanted to bring those cause those are the kind of people I wanted to be around. I wanted yeah. to spend time around those, those kind of men. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, it really took off last year. Um, it's just a little side gig right now, but you know, it's something I'm building upon. It's kind of the, uh, like we talked about the retreat side of what I'm, what I'm building into my coaching business slash community. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, it's actually been a really cool thing. A lot of, a lot of really great guys. I've had some authors, I've had some, you know, some great business entrepreneurs, um, a lot of just great men come out on a few of these hunts already. And just, we, we, we broke bread and, and killed some pigs yeah. together and just had a great time and, and really learned about each other on a deeper level. And then from there, you know, that connection doesn't stop in hunting camp. Like mm-hmm. these relationships are real. Like these are like, I'm still connected with a lot of these guys on a really deep yeah. level, texting on a daily basis, calling each other, um, having zoom calls, whatever, man, like we're, we're staying right. connected. So man. that's really important. Um, you know, I know the community that you speak to is a lot of these younger guys in their twenties. Um, and I can, I can tell you, uh, get around the right people. That's going to make a huge influence in your life. And I don't care if you have to pay to be around those people, you have to, whatever you have to do to get around those kind of people, the right kind of people in your life, do it. Um, yeah. because it's really, really important to your growth. That's how you're going to have a lot more success. Um, and, and, and really the return on that investment 
is so massive. Like you can't even measure it, honestly, because mm. you meet the right person or get yourself in the right situation, right relationship, right community. Um, and those people are going to help you 10, 20, 30 fold of whatever you even have to pay to be part of that community. Man, that's so good, Colin, man. You just kind of nailed it, man. I, I, a lot of those big points of just, man, we just need to stop being in isolation, dude. We got to yes. be doing stuff together and stuff that challenges us together to yep. really draws us closer. So Colin, I appreciate you coming on here, man. Where's some, uh, my listeners, where can they find you? Yeah, probably the best place is uh, just to go to my website, colincottrell.com, C-O-L-L-I-N-C-O-T-T-R-E-L-L. It's kind of my link tree to, to kind of connect mm -hmm. uh, everything I'm working on, my coaching, high caliber hunts. Uh, I do some media and marketing type stuff. Um, but really, I like to connect with guys on a personal level. So if, if, if you're listening, follow me on Instagram, drop me a message, say, say you heard me on the podcast here, and let's connect. And, and uh, if there's anything I can do to help you, let me know. Be happy to connect with you. Awesome. Well, Colin, I appreciate you coming on, man. It was a blast talking to you. Um, me too, man. I, I really appreciate this, dude. Keep doing the, the work that you're doing. This is really an mm. important uh, area to work in. I know you have a heart to serve people and to help people like I do. Um, mm. This impact is going gonna, is gonna to be really important, not just for our generation now, but the generations to come. So keep, keep getting after it, bro. Man, I appreciate that. 100% agree with you. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed the Mentorforge podcast and want some more content, but just ain't got time to listen to the whole interview, I'm all about let's create some short content. So you can go to Mentorforge YouTube page and check out all my shorts for my interviews and even some of my own clips that I create for you as a man to get you to that next level and really step into your call as a leader. So go to Mentorforge YouTube page as well as you can check out Instagram as well. All right, I'll see you next time.